I saw a great T-shirt at the flea market this morning. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the guy told me the story of how he got it, and I'm like really jealous. But it's a <laughs> 1979 Earth, Wind, and Fire like world like uh, world tour baseball. Oh, I t-shirt. saw it on your Instagram story. Ooh, let me yeah. Look. Uh, and uh, he was like, I, I was like, how much? He's like 150, and I was like, oh, damn. I mean, it's it's a vintage That's price, so crazy, not a flea market though. price, but that it, this is L.A. So. Um, you can sell that. He said, "Yeah, I sold another one uh, that was navy, and it was uh, smaller, but I sold it." And I was like, "Where'd you find these?" And he was like, "Yard sale in Whittier. Like this old this old couple, they didn't even realize they had them, but like they never wore them. They like Whoa. went to the world tour, and like when it came to town, got." some shirts and just stowed them away and never wore them well it might not have been cool like they might have bought it it was maybe like a little bit cool at the time or maybe it wasn't their style and like it just you know it came back around and they just they held on to it and it came back around to a cool style guys and this is for everyone on the podcast and everyone listening to the podcast okay Mm. if you've never listened to an earth wind and fire album and i'm not talking the greatest (laughs) hits i'm talking one of their albums from the (laughs) 70s Check it out. You're yeah, going to have a wonderful time. Yeah, they're fantastic. I, I really like uh, All in All. Uh, Spirit's a great one, uh, but uh, uh, I Am has some of the big hits on it. Okay. Check okay. them out sometime, guys. You're going to have a great time. Dumb. I know it's no Fallout Boy, Chad, but it's good. <laughs> wow, Dom. That felt, that felt like a little bit of a slam there, buddy. That was personal, Dom. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I will tell you that Fole Edu, the last album, them got some great reviews, and, then, <laughs> and and there's a wonderful track on uh, God Save Rock and Roll. Except Courtney Love shows up, and it kind of ruins the whole thing. Listen, uh. El- Elton John does a track with them. Dom, people are recognizing Fall Out Boy's artistic uh, worth. No, you know what it was is that I I do this thing where I, I talk about music too much, and then what I did there, and it was rude of me, and I apologize. No, no, it's fine. Is that I made it? I made a joke at your expense uh, to divert from the fact that I am incredibly nerdy. We were watching a movie last night, and I was like, "Oh, do you guys know what piece of music this is?" It was a, uh, it was uh, I forget what it was, but it, I identified it. I was like, "It's great, guys." Oh, it was a DVD menu for a uh, Chinese horror movie called uh, um, Devil Fetus. That's the most um, cool. That's the most obscure thing to pull. Okay, that's, that's cool as hell. Yeah, it was bizarre. It was bonkers. But um, in the movie, the Chinese movies uh, famously would steal soundtracks. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the movie, I was able to identify two Vangelist tracks that they stole. Hell yeah, and. Uh, and a uh, a song from uh, the thing, John okay. Carpenter's the which, thing. Which which okay. when which Vangelis car- uh, track was it? What, was uh, it, it was uh, he he made the the soundtrack for a BBC nature documentary. Um, I forget what it's called. Oh, I've never listened head, to that. But, that's that's oh, it's cool. great. I can send you a link to download it, please. Um, but you have Spotify, so I'm sure you yeah. can find it. By the way, Don, I just want to say, like, you know, I appreciate your your apology, but also there's. It's not really a joke about Fall Out Boy because they're pretty great. They're they're yeah, well, I joke. mean, I, you know, music is subjective. You 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 like what you like, and that's why it was rude of me to point out to to try and to try and make a joke. You know, I, I and I do apologize for that. Although I I may make that joke in the future. That's fine. No, I'm not. I'm not. That's fine. I'll always be a I'll always be a Fall Out Boy. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's fine. 
Um, that's what all their fans are called. The, uh, I, thought you, I thought you were called Shelter Boys. I thought you were the Shelter Fallout Buddies. Boy. The Fallout Buddies is pretty good too. Well, wait, what's the sidekick in what's Fallout Boys? The sidekick of who from The Simpsons? That's the reference. Radioactive Man. Radioactive so it should man, be yeah. like ra- it should almost be like a weird like reverse reference where the fans are you know Rad bad. Boys. Rad Boys. Rad, Rad Boys. I like that a lot. Um, Rad and Rad and Bad Boys. You know, I I just gotta say, is there like. Is there a new band that we can all kind of find? Yes, yes, is yes, the, yes, is yes, the, yes. Is the joke that doesn't yes. feel mean? You yeah, want to know who it is? It, yeah, Imagine Dragons. Yeah, that I, yeah. I I was thinking about that one. They suck. You want to know why, Chad? You want to know why? Because they're Christian overtones. Imagine Dragons. Are they? Yes. yes. But there's no dragons in the Bible. Imagine dragons. Uh, yeah, why don't you? Be, that's why you have to imagine them because uh, they never existed. Because you know what did existed? Uh, the Bible, the Bible, and everything in it. I mean, at this point, when I hear Imagine Dragons, I just picture like a League of Legends highlight video. Like I just kind of like my brain goes there. Whoa! Um, did you know that Imagine Dragons? Not only are they Christian, Dom, they're, <laughs> they're Mormons. Wow, they're Mormon Christians. No, they're it? not. This is they not are. true. They are. You'll have to imagine those dragons, but you won't have to imagine polygamy. It's in <laughs> but, front of you, many wives. I but they're using all these like movie trailers for for big big things that should still like conflict with the Mormon religion or something. That's why it was any like. I don't know if that there's any conflict. I think the Mormons are pretty much like as long as Jesus said that we read those two gold plates, we can do whatever the fuck we want, as long as we read our plates and thought about them. Was there only two, or was there a full... Wait, hold on, how many plates were there? Was there a whole dinette? I don't know. I I just assumed it was like the two slabs from the Ten Commandments, but it's probably not. It's probably a lot more than that. I think it'd be kind of great if you just kind of kept going, though, where, like, this is a bad bit. But, like, if it was... (laughs) You know, he like he told everyone what's on the golden plates, and uh-huh. no one's like allowed to see besides him. And they're like, "Well, that's that sure is a lot of stuff on one plate. I don't know if it's in there." He's like, "Ah, uh, there was also a golden, a chalice," <laughs> and he has to just keep going down to like and the napkin holder that God said buried under a tree. Every time he's coming up, every time someone like finds a loophole in his religion, he's like, "Oh, but, but, sorry, sorry, found a candlestick." Yeah. That has another bi- that has another piece of information on it and it refutes what you said. Fuck you. And there's an Indiana Jones legend somewhere where it's like if you assemble the entire Mormon golden Living dining room. set, yeah, you will you will dine with God. <laughs> if you find God's chinette set, you can <laughs> dine with him. If you find God's porcelain uh, Hummel figurines, you will you will find uh, peace in the kingdom of heaven. We live in hell, guys. <laughs> this is hell. Dog. Yeah. Oh, I was just thinking. I was daydreaming about the Mormon compounds with armed guards. Uh huh. God Those guards. You mean God guards? God guards. God's guardians. <laughs> uh, Dom. I, I gotta say, Dom. I'm mad at you. Yeah. I'm mad at you right now. I'm upset with you. Uh oh. Because you brought up this Earth, Wind, and Fire shirt, but you didn't even care to mention the stand that Watto stood on that you found. Oh, yeah. Can, all right. So, again, this is your Instagram live feed. It'll be gone by the time people hear this podcast. So, sorry. Please save that picture of Watto's stand. If you can. <laughs> I'll just make like a highlights. That's like things we talked about on Goosebumps. Oh, I, I actually <laughs> wanted to bring it up because of where our book is today. But, Dom, please explain this missing uh, Watto stand. Uh, it looked like just a stand that like... I guess 
had Watto on it. It looks like Watto's home. It looked like a lifelike, like a a, a, a one-to-one scale Watto was like f- suspended on it. Um, but the Watto was gone. Only the stand remained. What did the man say about the, did you Did you question the? the I didn't Lee ask man? questions about Watto, unfortunately. No. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Yeah, see, I, I, I wondered if, like, you know, maybe Watto came to life and kind of scampered off to be a vaguely uh, European, Greek-Armenian stereotype and, you know, just bicker with people. Be racist Italian towards people. Yeah, what wait, Yeah, what, what ethnicity is Watto supposed to be? Non- Watto's definitely a bad Italian uh, stereotype. And you could say he could be an Armenian stereotype, too, and this is a separate conversation, but uh, Armenians really? and Italians, I would say, uh, off, based off of what I perceived out in the wild and in my own life, very much <laughs> similar types of folks. Um, yeah? Uh, but yeah, uh, uh, I think Chad is right in saying that it's probably more of an Armenian stereotype. I just think it's really cool for for george lucas to be like you know these these sci-fi concepts might be too nuts for people in this giant thing that i'm funding myself i should give mm-hmm. i should give some like basis for these different rate like you know s- species what if like the trade federation are japanese what if they're just like straight up japanese and and they even talk with subtitles for no reason like it's a godzilla movie you're saying that this should happen? No, I said it did happen, and that was real cool for George Lucas to consider <laughs> people <laughs> who would be freaked out if the aliens had their own, I don't know, accents and weren't just stereotypes. Huh. I think they do. No, uh, I don't know. I feel like the. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mi- I might have missed your point because I found a, I found a Reddit on our Star Wars post called Watto Fan, and it's a guy explaining <laughs> how he's a big fan of Watto. I'm sorry. I was in another place. <laughs> no, I also want to hear Watto Fan's argument about why Watto's great. Well, the first sentence he writes is, just came to the realization that Watto is one of the most underappreciated characters of the series. Sure. Did you know that, guys? Sure. Uh, well, I'd have to be convinced. I appreciate him pretty hard, I gotta say. Ready? You follow-up sentence. Considering the major influence he had on the childhood of a main character taught him enough to build a pod racer by age nine let that sink in that's what they say um they did that. he teach okay. him how to use a pod racer i don't think he did let that sink in chad is that it was that his argument let it sink in was that that's it what he said you have to let it sink in okay chad. okay give it time it'll sink in Let me get this straight. <laughs> this is how this is how all political posts on the internet start now. They start with uh-huh. that. Let me get they, this they straight. They say, let me get this straight. And then they end with, let that sink in. <laughs> <laughs> and the, ba- the best thing about it is they're not trying to get anything straight. They don't want to get it straight. They want to set it straight. They want to set it straight. For their the, way. Their, they want it to be their, their straight. Their 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 uh their their lens. Let me get this straight. Let me let me perceive this in the way that I understand. Mm-hmm. Let that sink in. Let me let get that, that let that sink in, guys. That you know, maybe we're all just out there uh repeating each other. Let me get this straight. You tell me that <laughs> Anakin spends fifteen years on Coruscant. And can't, like, have the Jedi Council wire him enough to buy his mom out of slavery. Like, right? It's a right. it's a long time. 
Anakin seemed to be like going to clubs and shit, not getting his mom out of slavery. Just yeah, he seemed like he was having a real good time. Let that sink in. <laughs> Let that sink in. Let that sink in. Anakin wanted his mom to stay. Oh, he wanted his mom to stay on the planet so he could try to like hook up with that girl. Oh, you're right. That's sh- that's the thing. I think. It, well, there's an Oedipal thing going on here, right? There's always an Oedipal thing going on. That's the that's the real thing. Let that sink that's in. The- let that sink in. Let that, let me let get this that sink in. I completely. I don't agree. even know what we're co- we're talking about anymore. I'll be honest. Welcome to Goosebuds, <laughs> baby. It's number fifty. And if Whoa! you were looking around, if you were looking around like this was just a regular episode, you're wrong. <laughs> that was probably our least professional opening we've ever done, and that was episode fifty. <laughs> I, I I insulted Chad. It started with me talking and insulting Chad. <laughs> I, you know what I love? I love that this is was actually just a microcosm of this entire podcast. Uh, entire our 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 canon yeah our entire canon was shrunk down into this intro it's perfect yeah this is episode 50 guys we've done 49 other other recordings we've done more than those recordings (laughs) guys this is our 50th episode we've done 49 other episodes We've done 49 other episodes where you 49 days 49 days in our lives straight You've done 50 episodes, <laughs> and you've done 49 other ones, but this is the 50th. Let Real that quick. sink in. Hold on. Let me get this straight. <laughs> for, 49, for 49 days of our lives. Yeah. 49 nights. It, 49 nights of our lives. We have dedicated time to talking about a Goosebumps book. Yep. 49 times yep. in our lives. Well, if I may, if I may. You may. How many days does a human live? I'm Googling that. Uh, Only like 800 tops. Uh, So (laughs) we've also probably recorded like six or seven other ones where Chad lost the files or something got corrupted. Sure. Uh Did that happen? That happened like once or twice. I think you got hacked. No, no. Dom, listen, you've, we we made, I forgot. We made you forget. Oh. We made you forget. Okay. All right. It was. Guys, I'm doing the, I'm doing the math. I'm doing the maths. Human, a human being lives on average twenty seven thousand three hundred and seventy five days. Okay, we've done fifty days of talking about goosebumps. We have dedicated point one eight percent of our lives to talking about goosebumps. But okay, here's the thing. Agreed. We also talk about it not on the show. Wow. Wow. It's it's higher. Yeah, it's even higher. It's higher. Kind of higher. This number's even Let, higher than you realize. Yeah. I I'm tempted to repeat myself. Let's hear it. Sorry. Let that sink in. <laughs> um, so, 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 so here's the beautiful thing is we're doing episode 50 today and we're facing one of my greatest fears again. The dummy. The, dummy. the living dummy. Yeah, this is a really personal. Paul, um, tell the viewers for those who are just now catching up. Maybe they joined episode 30. Maybe they joined episode 29. Maybe they joined episode 28, 27. I feel, I feel that I talk about this in every episode, but yeah, you're right. I should talk T- about Tell about how past. a dummy killed your parents. Do you really want me to talk about that right now? No, Dad? it's fine. We could also just, just what else dummies mean to you? Do you really want to spend our fiftieth episode retreading that ground? I, I, <laughs> retreading the murder of both of my parents by the the, the unsolved the doll. unsolved murder of your parents that you swear was a dummy, and how both of their souls were then put into dummies, which also haunt me. I mean, yeah, I, I feel like you kind of did it. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. It was good that I talked about that. It was good that we set the set the record straight. About that. So, 
This is Don, Chad, Don, before you got on here, Chad and I were looking into the GCU, the Goosebutt Cinematic <laughs> Universe. <laughs> I love and, it. And, and Chad, what were you finding? You found some um, stuff about Slappy, Goosebumps right? Goosebumps is going real hard on Slappy in the last 10 years. Like, it's almost like RL has not really made um any other recognizable main monster villain than slappy and he he has realized that uh there is that's a real hard what's slam the, on RL. what's the what's the pog goosebump character the the paw the pog the the, the guy the he was the 90s oh, guy you guys curly 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 that was the guy curly, yeah, but he's the never in with, the book uh, circle circle sunglasses and a pink mohawk he's never yeah. in the books he he never has had a we don't know what curly sounds like maybe he, was, he speaks he, in fucking limericks we don't know he may have Whoa. been created by scholastic he might be because he's he's not even he's not even illustrated by the cover artist of goosebumps guys don't don't get spooked by what i just sent you Okay. In the random chat okay. on our Discord. Okay, it might be, dude, that like they oh. realized at one point. Oh my god, that's the scariest thing I've seen. Don't it's, get too spooked. It's a, it's kind of an awesome mask because it's kind of like the uh, Halloween three mask. Uh, the oh skull, yeah, but it's uh, it has glasses uh, coming uh, on the on the nose. You say it's one of those masks that would turn your face into worms, right? Yeah, snakes and snakes and worms and centipedes. Uh, Curly's cool. So I just sent a mask of of curly and he's cool he's got like a real 90s like what's that uh that one comic you told me to read dom that's like a <laughs> cyberpunk comic or maybe maybe chad told me to read it what? you know what i'm talking about i don't I know like, with the hair it? with the mohawk haircut no with those the guy that has those glasses it's like a cyberpunk. oh you're thinking of spider jerusalem from transmetropolitan yes. he's kind of got like a spider jerusalem look doesn't he yeah he's totally yeah. gonna bring down the the big politicians with his the power of his words he he can hack very fast because his fingers are bones. <laughs> he's not slowed he's down great oh, by tendons. Right. He's, he's not he's not slowed down by round ends. He's got pointy fingers. His skin never hurts. It never begins to hurt. It's always just bone smacking. Oh no! But oh, by the way, I just want I just want to mention just for the to finish this beat of this is this is in the far off future, guys. I hope goosebumps continues. I hope goosebuds continues for. For cent for decades, I hope when we uh, we have kids, I hope our kids someday take over this podcast. Right? There, this should be a this should be a hand me down podcast. Yeah, they right. they want nothing to do with it, but they have to do it. There's there's yeah. books so far on the horizon that you and I will never get to read them. But there are whole other slappy like series spinoffs where even when it wasn't about slappy, he just shows up. There's like a horror land spinoff series. Slappy's just there. It's like, yeah, it's not my branding at all, even though I, why would I be at the, the horror carnival? I'm also there. Uh, now there's a Slappy World one where in between the books, like during uh-huh. the book, he will just chime in. Like he is now the Crypt Keeper. And, oh, and, that's cool. And during the book, he'll chime in and go like, that's pretty scary, right? This is getting pretty, it's getting pretty intense. But like, then you, but he's like also taking you out of it. So you like, no, it's not real. I I don't know. Slappy. You gotta, you gotta take a, you gotta take it down a little bit. We gotta There's... dig in, we gotta dig into Slappy here in, a, in, in just a second. But I gotta ask, I gotta propose something to the whole Goosebuds, to the community, to the Goosebuds Potomatic universe. Yeah, right. Uh-huh, um, yeah. Chad and I were discussing maybe me drawing a T-shirt for Goosebuds. Finally, oh yeah, so that yeah. we could have a T-shirt. Um, what do you think about me just drawing some version of Curly and then on, and it says Goosebuds under it, and then on his 
sunglasses, it'll just say the culling. <laughs> it's wait, it's, refle- it's reflected in the glasses. Yeah, that's so goddamn on brand. I love it. I love it. I mean, we could have it say slink or no, the color. Oh, we gotta say <laughs> no. We gotta save slink for like a holiday shirt. Oh yeah, yeah there's gotta be a, a Christmas ha- shirt, a haunted Christmas shirt, and it just it's just showing slink biting off your dad's dick. Like it's just full on. <laughs> That's what Slink does, right? I forgot the legend of Slink. Yeah, well, he sucks that he's no. Well, Slink sucks your dick first, and then uh, then devours your. God, I hope this is someone's first episode. God, I hope this. I really hope you're 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 getting in here, and you're just getting you're just getting right next to us. Think about the joy of going back and discovering all the things that we're talking about and what the (laughs) fuck they mean. Have you ever heard the joke, the punchlines first, and then like an hour of setup for it? That's the best way to find out about jokes. That's it how is. jokes work now. We're in postmodern joke telling. It really is. I mean, well, totally separate conversation, but I will never, ever think any parody of politics right now is funny. It sucks. What can you do? What can, what can you do? What else can you do I, for jokes? You know, I thought, well, I guess it was happening during it, but like Arrested Development made Bush funny, right? Sure. No, that's funny, but I'm talking about the state of politics today. Like... Uh well, Bush was I mean you know and we can they talk made fun about, of mission accomplished and stuff like that yeah they, they but made, I mean it's it was just as bad I mean it was just as bad it was happening somewhere else and now I mean true it's really fucking awful right now but I mean I guess I just don't want to laugh about it no um, I feel but like anyway there's no, the only way you could do it now is you got to come up with like politics for other worlds just to be like haha how silly like you know uh re like what if what if politics were run by dogs. And and dogs had to pass bills about how many bones you could bury in one backyard. That'd be kind of funny. That'd be, be kind of fun. That'd be kind of that fun. That just makes me... Yeah, that's just like a hap... Like, I'm just like, oh, that's, I'm happy this isn't reality. You know what movie <laughs> I watched recently that made me laugh a lot, and it was very timely, considering, uh, was Blazing Saddles. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, it's, I found it quite cathartic uh, to uh, enjoy. It's, I mean, it's just... The, the root of the story is about political corruption and you know the way politics uh yeah. preys on people's fears but anyway let's you talk know, about hey real quick slappy yeah has his own book in the goosebumps series 2000 yeah he has his own book where he's the protagonist of the book oh yeah there's there are boy. books now where he doesn't he's not even the main villain of it he's like there's one where it's like slappy versus the mummy the but, horrors happen to slappy i don't like that I don't know if I no. like that. I don't like that specifically because of the book we read today. Well, the, we should talk. Okay, let's talk, let's about, talk about this book. It's like 30 minutes into the recording. Let's talk about this book. Night of the Living Dummy 2. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> I, I, we should I should have let that hang a little longer, but I really want hey, to get into this. Hey, Kevin's going to edit this. He can let that Kevin, hang. Kevin, let it hang however wants. long you want. We got to pad some time. Just a little. Just a little I, I, I just have to say, I, th- I believe we all really enjoyed one of the few Goosebumps books where we were all on board with it. We were like, was Night of Living Dummy fun. 1, right? Night of Living Dummy 1, because a lot of, if I recall correctly, a lot of things happened that usually don't happen in Goosebumps mm-hmm. books. Gosh, mm-hmm. we recorded that so long ago. That was like the seventh book in the we series. We were so right? young back then. Oh God! Oh no! <laughs> if you can see oh what you're no! Um, 
Uh, guys, do what, we do we? What are you saying? Do you want to get the, you get the is podcast? This like, taken, is this like the Ninja Turtle dick photo? Do you want to get the podcast <laughs> taken down from uh, iTunes? Uh, the oh god, the first thing I saw, the first thing I saw was. <laughs> Uh, I groan and think he is way better than Matt. I can't stop groaning as he keeps kissing and licking. I feel me about to come. Slappy's <laughs> breath against my ear stops me. Don't come yet. That's all I read. We were so we had so much. We, we were we were looking forward to recording uh forty three other episodes of the show. <laughs> we, we should <laughs> listen to that later. Uh, but here now on the fiftieth, we I, I I I feel a little worn down because. Uh, Night of the Living Dummy 1 had some really interesting things. Night of the Living Dummy 2 is very much just kind of the template for a Goosebumps book. It's the same book as Night of the Living Dummy 1. I read the synopsis of 1 again because I wanted to make sure. I thought this was going to be like Monster Blood or or something where, where it was the same family again and again. But this is an entirely new family that has the same horrors happen, but they're not as good it takes 19 chapters for Slappy, a doll, to punch a child in the face. It was. It happened so quick. <laughs> it happened in the first one. It took so it long. I mean, it's Slappy barfed, or was it Slappy, or was it yeah. the other well, doll? Listen, it gets confusing. I, I remember especially somebody later on. a doll barfs on someone pretty early on. Like I'm talking in the chapter first one. seven in the first one. So yeah. Let me just. I just want to lay out what happens in this book. Please, yes, you, got, we should. you got you got three kids. Uh, Jed, mm-hmm. the brother. Two sisters. Was it Mary and Amy? Is Amy is her Sarah. main character. Amy, Amy and Sarah. Okay, yeah. So Amy is the main character. Sarah is the main character, right? Amy, Amy, Amy's Amy is the main. Amy, character. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, so we have uh, we have every Thursday night is talent show at their house where they have to share something. It's share night, right? What was it called? Oh, family share night. Family share, family night, share is, night. If I may say, is the most terrifying part of this entire book, this strange family custom. It this, is very weird. <laughs> so strange. Um, but uh, so the other kids always have something to show off, but our main character is a little embarrassed. They don't always have something interesting, but they are a ventriloquist and they're trying to get better. And sure enough, they're working with this old dummy and Dennis. The, Dennis is its name. Dennis. And uh, uh, the head falls off or the eyeballs roll out. Something, it's just an old dummy. It's falling apart. So the father gets her a new dummy. And what do you know? It's fucking slappy. It's slappy, baby. And, and uh, so she starts working with slappy and then. Um, Slappy, they, she goes to perform at a children's uh, at a children's birthday party. Got hooked up with a good gig, a good road mm-hmm. gig already in her <laughs> career. Pretty good, and, yeah. Uh, Headlining gig at a kid's party at a three year old's birthday party. Uh, Slappy shakes a little girl's hand but won't let it go, and it's hurting her, and she's crying. He Trump so, shakes her. She Trump shakes he her. Trump shakes her. And then, and then Slappy uh, uh, paints all over the wall, uh, all over art or uh, walls. I think it's art, right? Yeah. Well, and, yeah. And, so, and there's initial initial moment from young Jed where he has already vandalized his sister Sarah's painting with a smiley face, a, a, a copyrightable image. RL, what are you doing uh, on her? That's right. He did. He did the Watchman smiley. He face. did the Watchman <laughs> created in Watchman the smiley face. <laughs> Uh, it includes, and she's like, this has ruined my painting. So now there's a, a precedent set before Slappy gets involved. Yes, there is. And he, yeah, so there's a little like, sometimes 
RL does a really good job of, of establishing something like the paintings, which becomes like a through line through this thing. But then he also did something where he talked about how she loved to eat cornflakes at night. And that's just a detail he just throws in there for no good goddamn reason. Oh, because it, it's about him. It's him. He's if we, like... we want to talk about <laughs> yes. details, I, I wrote this down before we get into the end of this. We're, we're, already, yeah, like, yeah, we should, we're already like yeah. halfway through this book. Well, I mean, <laughs> like, the, most we... of this book is just a typical boring No, you, no, you summed it up perfectly, book. Dom. I mean, it's like nothing happens in this book. Literally. I watched the show, too, to see if there was anything better. It's pretty much the same. Nothing happens. So, it all takes place in the house. It all takes place it's in the like house. the one scene. It's it's a cheap it's a cheap episode to shoot. Uh, it really is. There there is just a bunch of descriptions early on. I was like, please, like just use basic foreshadowing. Have this stuff pay off somewhere. And one paragraph was Dad had taken out a tissue and was squinting as he cleaned his glasses. Dad can't stand. Dad can't stand to have the tiniest speck of dust on his glasses. That's not uh-huh. even. That's such a bad set. All right. He cleans them about 20 times a day. Just iterate. Again, the sentence is, Dad had taken out a tissue it was squinting as he cleaned his glasses. Dad can't stand to have the tiniest speck of dust on his glasses. That is stream of consciousness writing. That is like... there. There's times... I, we've talked about this. There's times where you can tell that things are being padded out. And his biggest thing, as long as it's... Maybe these are not his books but that he's writing. That, but is when he continually asks the question, the same question over and over again. Yes. He does stuff like that too. Yes, yes. So like yeah. pad it out. And, and like, I was just... I'm pretty sure at one point in this book, for two chapters, the main character is questioning what just happened. Yes. Yeah, there's, yeah. A, lot, there's a lot of padding. I just want to say like, things like that, if it was in your book and then say, you know, slappy uh spit blood in the dad's face on his glasses that'd be like oh it's foreshadowing that would be fucking cool that'd be because you, he hates it he hates things on or his vomit. glasses yeah or use the the evil doll vomit like dom was talking yeah. about earlier use that but no but yeah so 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 th- that all happens and then finally the main character uh corners slappy well the, so all this shit is happening and everybody thinks it's her that's doing it but really yeah. it's slappy so yeah. then finally she follows Slappy and Slappy's going to fuck up a mural in the home. He's going to mm-hmm. paint all over it with paint. This, this cool teenage girl just doing murals all the time. Just a doing beauty- murals. A beautiful mural that she I made. have a weird mural story. Did I tell you my weird I don't weird know. Mural story? No. I had no, a friend. I had a friend who was uh, a painter and uh, locally in Pennsylvania and uh, he got hired for this gig. Quick two minute story version of the story. He got hired for this gig to paint this mural for this girl who was dying i think of cancer and it Mm -hmm. was a mural dedicated to her and i guess like they had like this big unveiling of it for like all the all their family and stuff like that was this in philadelphia or was this out in the burbs uh this is in the burbs okay and they had this uh, unveiling of this mural and uh they he had to be there and it's like really fucking sad it's like uh, an incredibly <laughs> sad strange thing to be a part of to be at the opening of your mural that you painted for a dying person who was also there anyway um this mural he's about to fuck up this mural and uh she catches him and she wrestles with him and slappy is punching her um and then they're saved by Dennis, right? The puppet, the the older puppet. Uh, suddenly, the older puppet yes. is there, and, uh, he... and and this is like a mirror to the first episode where they're saved by Slappy of all people. Right? Wait, is that what happens? I don't remember is that. that. What happens? It, I don't know if you guys remember. I that. thought Mr. Wood did it. Mr. Wood is the bad guy in the first one. Slappy's not even a bad guy in the first book. 
Oh. Slappy is Slappy is being attacked by Mr. Wood the whole time. And then at the end, the whole time, you think at first you think it's Slappy. And then yeah. it's Mr. Wood is the one who's causing all the problems. He's the evil one. I went and read the synopsis before we did this. Okay. And then at the end of the book, after they kill Mr. Wood, that's when Slappy's like, is he gone? Oh. And then the book ends. Also, he calls him slave at that point. So it's like, I guess he's also bad. Does he call them a slave at the end? I don't court, know that he does. He does, he does, he does, because that's probably the best part of this book, is when he tells two children that they'll be perfect slaves. Yeah, it, it, man, that does not, like, I don't know why, not like we've had more slaves in the, since we had in the 90s, it just does not hold up well, that, like... It holds up even worse when you watch it on TV, which I did. It's very bad and very awkward when he says it. I think we have just a, a more of just social awareness nowadays to like, you know, maybe maybe never have a character say that. It's, in a it's, show. it's funny. It is like just kind of this like weird, but then it just adds so many questions about, and if I may, before we get to the kind of like the only interesting stuff that's, that's happened, you're talking about, you know, uh, Slappy being attacked by Dennis. Like, beforehand, his whole thing is telling Amy, right? Amy's the mm-hmm. daughter. Yep. That, like, you're my slave now. Also, anyone else that hears it is slaves. But Amy's a slave because she read the card in his pocket that awake awoke him. Magic yep. words. Magic, yes. ma- like, a, like a Santa Claus, Tim Allen binding contract. It's literally that. It's literally finding the, the card and reading it. And reading it, but, like... It's just like you're my slave now, and it's like, is is she though? Like, what what's gonna happen if you don't? And you don't seem to have that much strength. Yeah, like, well, that's what he says. At the he's like, you're my slave now, and if you don't do what I say, I'm gonna do more bad stuff and blame it on you. Okay, and she so, laughs at him. She laughs at him in this book. I, She's I, like, ha ha, you can't do shit to me. And he's like, oh yeah, I'll make your parents give you away. And that's like the greatest threat that I, you can make to a child, right? Is I that guess that's. Will- I guess that's valid. I just kept thinking in terms of like, so this is the, not to derail it too much, but I just kept thinking about the nature of like this thing actually being a threat as opposed Mm -hmm. to like, say, Chucky from Child's Play. Chucky's like- Chucky's terrifying because he has the strength of a, of a very angry man. Angry man. And he will actually kill you. Yes. This is just an old senile, like Slappy is like an old senile man who will do little things if you let him get away with it. But it seems like you could keep him locked up. It really does seem this, like it. This is black arts blackmail. That's all it is. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll ruin the mural. And like you said, yeah, I'll I'll give you away. It's like, at some point, yeah, you just move on and, and start your new life. Like, you just kind of get away from this dummy and you're fine. It would yeah, be pretty it, w- it, would, it would not be too hard. He might show up again and, like, mess stuff up. But, like, you... You would be able to get rid of them. Uh, also, again. I, you know what I'd love is like a, a postscript chapter, maybe in a book where she doesn't get rid of Mr. Slappy. And it's like her at like 25 getting ready for work, brushing her teeth in the morning. And Slappy's like, Amy, I am going to fuck with you today. And she's just like, Slappy, fucking knock it off. You blackmail me every day. Nobody <laughs> cares. I mean, essentially, Slappy is just a piece of shit cat. he's a he's a shitty cat (laughs) like he also does he even make any demands actually demands of the slave he's never like sand my boots down for me well yeah what's he gonna get out of this he's not getting anything out of it is he (laughs) no it's really just like okay fine slappy i'm your slave good (laughs) and then he'll just sit there good Good. i'm happy now 
Do you want anything? No, I don't crave food or sustenance or rest. I'll just be here. I'll call you slave. Cool. Great. I'm going to go to school now. Is that cool? Yes. Grow in your knowledge for me, slave. And then you just let him do that for... Holy shit, he's a fucking shitty cat. You're right, Tom. (laughs) (laughs) He's just a piece of shit cat. You come home and things are knocked over and broken. You're like, god damn it. And then that cat's like, it's time to feed me, slave. Like like any normal cat, you just decide to like, you know, you put things on the high shelf he can't get to. He sucks. Oh, he can get there. So he—he he <laughs> well, that's the thing about he, that's the thing about Slappy slash an evil cat. They'll get there. They'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. But you know, they did try to get rid of Slappy in this boat. They threw him in the sewer. But sure enough, he came back the very next day. Well, like a cat, like the cat that couldn't yes. stay away. I—I um, <laughs> I, I was reading that part and like again, nothing, nothing happens in this book. But that's like the one, <laughs> the one time that they fucking go out of the house in this book, and they're like gonna dump the first off. The whole the sister was lying, and she knew that Slappy was That's, evilly oh, controlling her sister. Oh, that sucked so hard. It was so annoyed. But her, her oh, but, that was so stupid. But what was great is like, and I, it's not great. I say that completely sarcastically. Uh, is that they not only does she reveal that she's known her sister has been being fucked with by an evil demon doll, but she also reveals that she's been secretly jealous of her sister, and they have like a heart to heart hug just in the middle of this that just is like inappropriately placed. In the revelation that her sister has known this stuff. Uh, and then they beat the shit out of this puppet, Muppet <laughs> doll. Uh, and they tie his arms and legs up and they take him out, Dom, to, to throw him out. And they think about throwing him in a trash can. And it's, I guess, garbage day is the next day. So they're going <laughs> to, he's going to get thrown out. They, right? don't, they don't put him in the compost or recycle him or anything. It's just straight in the no, garbage. They could have thrown him in the garbage. But instead, they decide to dump him in a sewer. And all I could think was, like, first off, both of those places are stupid because obviously this thing has shown the ability to get out of a closet. I'm sure it can climb out of either of the things that you dealt with. But mm-hmm. at least if you put him in the trash can and, like, spun it a bunch of times, maybe he'd get dizzy and not be able to figure out, like, how to get back to your house. But instead, they put him in the sewer, which is, like, a connected tunnel that just runs down the street because yeah. they just walked down to the end of the street. And he's just going to go down and pop his fucking head out of each of the sewers until he finds the house. He's just going to pop out in your toilet. He's just going to pop out. it. Then you're going to be sitting on the toilet, taking a poop, and a, and a dummy's going to stick his head out. That's one of my greatest fears. And you're just going to hear the words, mm, looking good, slave. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping it tight, slave. That that, <laughs> it, that, it, that that is like an old trope of like television, like an old episode trope that I can't stand. And like, you know, maybe it's for the best that we're all reacting this way to slave now because <laughs> uh-huh. it's like, you be my slave for a day. And like, it would be like, now you got to do everything I say. And uh, uh, yeah, uh, there is a commercial on that's on nowadays where a man uh, can control his friends, and he's he's making all his friends be a slave. I'm sorry, that's a TV show? No, it's a commercial. It's like uh, one of those commercials that's on. Oh, it's a, yeah, it's like a Geico or like a yeah, some insurance commercial or something. Something like that. anyway. Anyway, getting t- off topic. I do want to talk about when Dennis defends the family There's and a- headbutts. Yes, a another dummy. Okay. There's dummy on dummy violence. I- yes. Yeah, go ahead, Dom. I'm going to mention that as you hear this description, Dom is telling it to you probably in the way that it should have been told in the book, and it's not told in that order in the book. Yeah, please explain, Dom. Well, so they're struggling, and then they're finally like, "Okay, um, it's time for it's time for uh, it's time for this big showdown." And then suddenly, 
the old puppet, the old dummy, Dennis is there and he's like, mm, you're not gonna do get away with this. And he headbutts Slappy. Slappy's head cracks open. A white worm crawls out and crawls which into the wall. Terrifying. Which is probably yeah, the only scary part, part of the entire book. thing. Best part of the book. Um, uh, you know, just going to note that it was a white worm. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, uh, obsession with slavery. Uh, you know, uh, just, just throwing that out there. Uh, and uh, oh, I love and, it. And then, uh, so that happens. Slappy's defeated. And then they go downstairs and they're like, Jed, you were great, man. Our plan that the list that the reader never got to hear about you dressing up like Dennis and attacking Slappy was great, man. You pulled it off. And he goes, Oh, I'm so sorry. I fell asleep. I totally forgot about attacking the living dummy upstairs. <laughs> and um and they're like, What? And, and, uh, and that's and that's it. And that's, and that's the it. end. That's the end. Yeah, even they, better. That, even that's better the in, end. That there's not even a moment where Dennis is like, mm, "I'm still living." Well, it's in just... the TV show, it's really good because uh, the same basic story happens, except they don't even go to the to the uh, to the party. It's all in the house. Very cheap episode of Goosebumps, uh, and at the end, the same thing happens, except instead of a white worm coming out of it which i think they we got to go we'll loop back around and talk about the subtext about how this book is actually about the civil war we will go back to that <laughs> okay, okay okay uh but but it's a green gas because that's a cheaper and easier effect okay i remember it, the green gas yeah the green gas comes because that's like the thing right that's like the evil that spreads throughout this the town in the actual show right so that works uh but at that happens and then the family, the parents show up. So in the book, the parents are hiding in the sister's closet because they came up with a plan for the parents to see Slappy be evil in front of them, right? Which they just decided to jump in and fi- and finally believe their children. But uh, at the end of the a TV show, Dennis does it. The same thing happens where they think it's Jed. Jed comes in. He's like, what happened? And then they turn around. And it's great because Slappy has like a fucking gangster voice the whole time, and he kind of like works, you know. What? Like a, he's like, yeah, he's kind of got like a like nineteen twenties gangster voice uh, for like his puppet. Okay, yeah, like he's okay. kind of got it. it kind of works for him. But then Dennis, the puppet, who is a terrible looking puppet, is standing on the table, standing stark upright, and starts talking to them, and he has Goofy from Disney's voice. He's like, oh yeah. <laughs> Like, what? Guess what? I'm back and I'm alive. And dude, he's like, <laughs> he has Goofy's voice. I'm doing a terrible Goofy. He he has Goofy's voice. What? Okay, like maybe the voice actor even just did it. Or no, it's probably someone. It's, it's probably it's someone not doing a sound. It well, yes, is Goofy's, it's not. A, well, now this is a bigger discussion. Is Goofy's voice a classic ventriloquist voice that oh. they that they adapted for? One of Walt's many exploits, you know. <laughs> <laughs> is well, is 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 it true that Walt, like most of the, you know, famous voices? I don't know if most people know this about the Disney voice actors. That most of the original cartoon, you know, Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Goofy, Clarabelle the Clown, Horace the are, Horse, all those are, are all. Go ahead. Well, I was gonna say, I, I think you know this answer, Paul, is and that's why you're so excited. Is they are all uh, people that Walt. Trapped in his dungeon, enslaved, and made him enslaved. Yeah, wow! Enslaved, yeah. yeah, it all comes around. Yeah. <laughs> Let they're, me they're... get this straight. 
Let that sink in. Let that sink in, by the way. Let, hold on. Let it. We got to assess the sink in, Dom. Let that sink in. Let that sink in. Let that. Sl- how about let that slink in? Let oh. that slink in. That's the t shirt. That for is the Christmas, t-shirt. guys. It works and on dude, multiple oh levels. Yeah. Oh my God. It does. Oh my God. It's fucking. It's a. It's a. It's a. It's a stocking. <laughs> with a portal inside of it, with a portal inside of it, and it says, let that slink in. Let that slink in. Uh. Let me get this straight. You mean <laughs> if I hang a stocking on my, above my chimney, over my chimney, uh-huh. that I'm going to uh, be visited by an interdimensional portal demon that is going to come out of my stocking and suck my dick and swallow me whole. Yes. Let that slink in. Let that slink in, baby. <laughs> Uh, I, I just want to mention, by the way, that you talked about the in the in the TV show. It was a green gas that escapes. Yes, but it's and a white worm in the book. I, I have a memory of I don't know if it's in future books or if it's like I was looking ahead, like Bride of the Living Dummy or whatever. But I remember they get into more of the how Slappy was created, what he is, because obviously that makes things way scarier when you know where they come from. Uh-huh, uh, yes, totally. And I remember them talking about the green gas in the books. But I, so it's not the worm? It's no longer the worm? I don't, I'm looking, I don't, I'm just like trying to scan across like Wikipedia entries. I see no fucking mention of this goddamn worm, like anywhere else. In two, he's definitely got the worm. We saw it. I, I think that's where my thing is. I don't know if they're actually tracking the legend of Slappy that well, because in the first one, Slappy is what? He's like, he's crushed by a steamroller, right? No, Mr. Wood is. Again, Mr. Wood is. In, Sorry. In Slappy. number one, Slappy is not evil. Okay, all right, you're right. Slappy, well, Slappy's evil, he's just the new evil. Slappy right, yes. colon the new evil coming in theaters this, this <laughs> Halloween. Um, then the second one, all right, now they find this dummy with the incantation on the sleeve. I don't know why you would fucking put that card in there, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, but I think they mentioned that there's like a sandwich inside him or something. Which, okay, that was a weird detail. So are they feeding the worm? Like, what? what is that? Is the worm eating that What's bread? The, the worm came out of him and grabbed a sandwich, Chad. You fucking figured it out. Thank you. Okay, thank you. So the worm's eating that sandwich. Uh, whoever's, whoever sold Slappy, I guess the family from the first one did. Maybe the kids put a sandwich in his head. Yes. The third one, so now Slappy is destroyed. His head is cracked open. The worm is escaping. Theoretically, that's the spirit of Slappy, of White uh plantations right like that's the mm-hmm. that means in the third book it should be a new dummy it should be like a worm crawls into something else right right it's well is wasn't it in child's play that there was like a like a demon oil inside of him or something like that maybe i i know yes that- in uh in the sequel you there's there's they're like it's a close-up shot to like the factory of like uh the dolls being made and yeah. i guess like I think maybe his blood, Chucky's yeah. blood, is yeah. like in one of the dolls. Yeah, and then before that, it's like um, magic. That in, right, yeah. it's, it's, it's a lightning storm. That in, puts in the, the newest one, yeah. uh, Call to Chucky, which is actually kind of fun. It's it's a incantation that you can say that puts the soul of the serial killer into any and all Chucky dolls. Okay, cool. So, like, they have, like, the original guy from the first movie keeps, like, the head of the first Chucky in a in a box somewhere. Uh-huh. And it still talks to him and taunts him. And then there's, like, other Chucky dolls all being possessed. Okay. That's, that's cool. And as weird as it is, I understand that more as opposed to what is this fucking worm thing. Well, the worm, as, you know, Dom has pointed out, is white. 
And there is a civil war between siblings in this book. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sibling war. And it isn't until they crack open the evil that is slavery to release the <laughs> to release the white worm that lived inside of it that they their bonds can be healed. Um, I, uh, speaking of wounds, mm-hmm. um, yes, I do have to point out probably my favorite part of this book is when Slappy first makes his first independent move. Yeah. Where it's Thursday share night, family mm-hmm. share night. Yeah. And uh she's doing her routine. She's about to tell some dummy jokes. And Slappy starts talking and Slappy calls the mom. She calls she makes fun of her weight. Yep. And then makes fun of the fact that the father is bald. Mm-hmm. And like they <laughs> they're so hurt by the insults that uh they don't let the other kids do their talent mm-hmm. and they tell them to get lost. Yes. <laughs> like they're like they're like coddling each other on the couch like fucking hurt as hell by the insults of their daughter. They're shaken to their core that their daughter would hurt them so. Yeah, and uh that's that's probably the best part of the book for me is when uh <laughs> they they're just so shaken by what just went on. Um yeah. but uh uh yeah, I have to say uh uh really really one of one of one of the worst ones that we've read i mean <laughs> there are there are there there are some that, there are some that are heinously bad uh i can't even remember what they are i think this one feels why. like you know yeah it's a nothing it's, it's, it's this one's a, this one's a flavorless like air piece of like it's like a cracker that has no flavor to it it's just a, a, like a piece of air that you ate like styrofoam air you know like when you bite into like a like a rice cake like a flavorless rice cake and you're mm. just like i bait i didn't eat anything that was just what was i eating that's what this book felt like you like read it and you're like it like we talked about it's the same thing as the first book Except Same not as thing. cool. Again, it took 19 chapters for a tu- for a puppet to hit a child, and that I, what, that happened a lot I, that, quicker. That in the case first you got book. hidden so much faster. I agree. Yeah. I I think like I needed the dummy to actually threaten their lives a little bit. I think right. Mister Wood was scary because he was like choking their dog out. That was fucked up. Yeah, that yeah, was, that was fucked scary. up. He did more heinous shit. There was more more villainous shit in the first book. In this one nothing like you know you don't even get to see like slappy's larger plan of like what he wants to do with his slaves um <laughs> he says right. he uh, says we'll get multiple like many years out of use out of you or something I'm like so you're look you're thinking long term yeah, so he's got a plan. what's the plan what is the game plan uh do you like do you run things from afar is that kind of the end goal you know like where you would You'd make that person serve you and earn money and buy a house for you, and you just live eternal as different people kind of become your 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 meat puppets, right? Yeah, and 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 don't wait, don't tease it here so that you can show it to us in the next book. This is the next book. This is part two, <laughs> right? Like at least go to New York. At least right. go to New at York. Least. Like every, I'm thinking like a world tour, all the hot spots. Follow the Home Alone, the tried and true Home Alone pattern. Go to New York, then the sister gets in on the action. Alvin mm-hmm. and the Chipmunks road chip. Let's go. <laughs> what are the big se- sequels that Muppets take Manhattan? They yeah. went to New York, baby. The the uh, the Home Alone went to New York. It doesn't even cost him any money to write about New York. Just do it. 
It's free. <laughs> New York's free. It's right there. I just right watched Guys 3 last night, and they go to Chicago. Uh, Chicago's a little bit cheaper, but a better yeah. city. Agreed. Um, uh, ooh, I could talk about that movie. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's it's fun. Um, but uh, yeah, I have to say that this is probably... Uh, it was a little frustrating. Oh, to go back and say that it, this was the same thing, but like flavorless. Here's my analogy. Okay. You went and got Jack in the Box and you weren't drunk and you weren't high. Okay. And you ate it and you were like, that was Jack in the Box. <laughs> it wasn't good. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, Jack in the Box is only uh, Jack in the Box is only good if you're drunk or high. I right. I don't think I've ever had it sober. Yeah, I've never uh, I've never had it. We were there, and I was like, hmm, I'm not gonna have this. Paul, the fact, Paul, Paul, keep it that way. The fact I'm that they're advertising to me on like streaming services at 1 a.m. going, hey, are you stoned right now? Push. They'll do stuff where like I've never seen anyone else add this. Push X on your PlayStation right now to order in order Jack in the Box. And I'm like, I know. That, that must get some stoners real hard, but that's a trap. That's that's like inviting a vampire into your home. They know what this is. They know what it is. I, yeah, know. I think I think we're already kind of doing the part of our, our our new segment of our show where we come up with how to make this story better. I think we're already doing that multiple times. I, I gotta say, I think we did it. I I mean, I like my idea the that she accepts Slappy's terms of slavery. And then proves to him by slowly whittling him down and and re- and letting him see that his terms of slavery are not that terrifying. I like that. I I was gonna pitch that everything we've talked about. I think is great. You just gotta connect the dots a little bit on how you know a puppet is trying to make a human his puppet. Like, Ooh, there's some stuff deep there. Chad, deep Chad, and yeah, like like let's let's have that happen by chapter four. Like that's happening. Like a child is doing the uh, the will of of a yeah. Puppet. Have right. like Slappy either in her in her mind or like in whispering in her ear, or whatever. Is like, do it. Cut the brakes or like whatever. <laughs> like, and she has to do it because if she doesn't, she gets she experiences like great pain or slappy slaps her. Like Not- she embarrass like she embarrassed like her dad has a toupee, which in the in the TV show the dad is shown putting a toupee on at one point in a video at the very beginning. The dad should have had a toupee that was really bad, and in the middle of like a family party, she's the slappy makes her take it off his head, right? Yep. Or or how about this? The worm gets away, right? That that, okay, that anamorphs okay. the anamorphs yerk. Gets away, uh-huh, yes. and then uh, when she like she lays down that night, she's like, "Oh my god, I'm so glad we got rid of that dummy." We'll probably need to fumigate the walls though, or whatever. And then immediately she just feels like a thing crawling in her ear. Boom! And, end of book. And and it, like it's like oh, but she has to start start. And she hears the thoughts in her head like, "Hello, slave. You thought you get rid of me? Well, now we're gonna work together." And then like now she can't control her body, and and Slabby just starts eating a bunch of food. He's like, "Oh my god, taste is so good." <laughs> Um, I love that. That's the one he finally sorry, has taste. That kind of went off the rails at the end. I'll be honest. No, no, but, it's no, good. I think that's no. right when it started to get really good. It's like <laughs> now, I want to read. I want to read that chapter. Yeah. Like I, maybe it starts out with little things. Like it's like comment comment something mean on your friend's Facebook, <laughs> <laughs> or like or like share this pro Brett Kavanaugh meme. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, and then it, and then it gets worse you know i don't think it gets worse than sharing a pro brett kavanaugh no. mean. i mean you're fucking pure evil <laughs> we've dropped to the lowest point at that point yeah but slappy would do shit like that and you know i mean i'm not gonna go ahead and say 
that, you know, I'm going to, I could, I could, and I'm going to write a bootleg version of, uh, Night of the Living Dummy 2, uh, fan version. What, what is the last Jedi thing that they're doing? The fan cut, baby. The fan cut, baby. That's what oh, I'm not going to say I'm going to do that. But, you know, if there was enough money involved, maybe. No, I like that idea. I think we could, <laughs> we could just do new edits of this book where we just cut out all the boring stuff and just kind of offer them as like, you know, two page pamphlets. I think the, I, yeah, I, and we I, could, I, if we're branding them, we could call uh, it the D mix, the Dom mix, the Dom Dommy remix, baby. Oh, I had a, I had a real quick thing. If we do D mixes, I just realized because of all of our names, <laughs> yeah. we can do the D mix, the C mix and the P mix. It all sounds like remix. Uh, uh, it's the perfect. DCP music factory. I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah. 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 Like that. Pump up the jams. <laughs> um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw out a wild idea. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I never want to read a Goosebumps book again. Dom, Dom, um, wait, what? What? I've had it Damn. all. Now. I've had it. Here's what I'll here's what I'll pitch. Here's what I'll pitch, and you can cut this from the podcast, Kevin. Maybe Goosebumps is just about spooky stuff. Damn, maybe we, maybe, how about this? Maybe we ditch the bud. Maybe we ditch the bumps. I say, I say, we could shelve this and talk about it later. I say we leave this in the podcast as our Infinity War ending. This is our, like, after the podcast, what's going to happen? This is, this is the snap, and it's like, it's, it's RL. The snap just happened. This big purple chin going, you should have gone for the head. And then he snaps, he snaps his fingers. Now, that's how Infinity War ends. I know you didn't see it. Uh, Thanos snaps his fingers. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I think it's an interesting proposal. I think he's a. Uh, I think we're growing from these. I will say, but I agree. Growing sick. Maybe RLs. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> you speak some truth. I think we end on that that snap cliffhanger. Honestly, <laughs> for an episode fifty. <laughs> Oh, that we just that we just throw that out there that we're not going to do another. I think I think we throw out the threat, right? So this is all staying in, I guess. This is all staying. Well, here, why don't I do? Why don't I do? Why don't I do a theatrical version? Well, yeah, let me let me pitch let me pitch you my cut before you do your amazing take on it. I just want you to waste your acting juices. We we throw it out there. The Dom is wondering if maybe this is the end of Goosebumps, and and RL is dead to us. And off of our shocked gasp of mm-hmm. unsure of how we feel about it, we leave on that kind of like, uh-huh. bam. Uh, what next episode? What's going to happen? Are the boys are the boys reviewing a Goosebump book? Maybe they are. Is if so, is well, Dom maybe just maybe that's inside? what you could do. I think that I think that's it, Chad. What we're in the natural conversation, we do a hard cut, and then you do voiceover right now, where you're like. What 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 would be of the Goose Boys? Wait, 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 sure, sure. Let me take let me take let me take let me take, let me take a shot right next. I think you nailed the first proposal, Dom. I was okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. <clears throat> okay. I'm not prepared for this at all. What will happen of the Goose Boys after then? Will Dom mentally break and find and hunt and kill R.L. Stein? Will Chad finally silence his fucking loud bird that screams in the background of every episode? Will Paul? Be so, so, so tempted, tempted to put, put his, his dick, dick in that Christmas, Christmas sock, hoping the slink will come out. Find out next time on Goosebuds. Christmas sock. Pretty good, right? I'll, I'll, 
The Christmas sock. That's what it's called, right? Christmas sock. A stocking. Yeah, yeah, stocking. Yeah, it's a Christmas sock. It's a Christmas sock. I think we nailed it. All right. I think that's good, guys. Guys, I got to say, I've had an amazing time doing these 50 episodes with you. It's been, we've done it for a lot of years, more than I realized. Dude, I can't believe how many years it's been. It's crazy. It's it's really cool. It's crazy. I'm looking up what the first, it's crazy, man. Because like, Chad, we did. We started doing. I might this. have still been a maker. I think we. Re- I think we rebrand and we just do the Goose Boys. <laughs> <laughs> I. I just don't want to gender. Uh, gender isolate anyone. You know, I don't want to like gatekeep any Goose ladies. It's. It's 2014. It's been a magical journey. We're not. This, by the way, this, this is not the end of the podcast. This is not like us closing the podcast. No, 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 no. no. Uh, it's been fucking great, and I. I realize that I've had no. at least. Four years of twenty July twenty fourteen, we started this wild, wild journey, and we had to tell people like, or at least I've had this, where mm-hmm. oh yeah, you listen, you, you do podcasts, like oh yeah, I do. A, that's how conversations in LA. You just talk about what your jobs are if you have any podcasts, and you're like oh yeah, I do this podcast where me and my my buddies we read mm-hmm. useful books and make fun of them, and it's real fun. They're like, huh. All right, cool. All right, and then but I've been dealing with that reaction for about four years, and it's gotten better every time. It's been it's been a joy. I people like it when I tell them about this idea. They're like, "That's a great idea." I get that a couple times. I get that a couple times. Usually, I just black out uh, before I hear any compliment about myself. (laughs) Yeah, sure, guys. It's been a wonderful journey. Can I just say that I I I love you both. Um, I I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you guys. And and I I hope to RL. Who listens to these? I know he does because yeah. clearly he is. He's so he's so clearly a dude that searches Twitter for R.L. Stein all day. Like mm-hmm. I, I just get that vibe. R.L., we mm-hmm. do love you, and we know that you wrote these like yes. twenty five years ago. When I'm reading these books, like I, there are there are times where I am frustrated with R.L., <laughs> but but most of the time i am truly enjoying the walk down memory lane that they provide i me. i am also enjoying what a old an old jewish man thinks is scary i just it's interesting looking to a mind's mind i would say i also love and this was at the beginning i want, this is the beginning of this book when when rl uses the children in the book to pick apart youth culture that he doesn't like where he has the sister <laughs> Dislike her yes. brother, her brother's baggy pants that look like they're about to fall down. I was like, "Yo, that's RL who hates baggy pants." Right yeah, there. RL saw I that and wrote that, that in the book that, that day. Um, I, I would say, guys, one thing we should do before we wrap up, yeah, because it's been a while yeah. since we've done it. Would you guys like to read mm-hmm. some reviews? Yeah, yeah, that's a great idea. We haven't read reviews in a long time. Do, does one person want to grab them? Or yeah, I'll grab them right now. That's right. It's been a while since we've gotten to actually, you know, do these reviews. We appreciate any love you guys can give the podcast. You can go on iTunes and Stitcher and all sorts of places. Leave us a review, and uh, we're happy to read some of them on the podcast, including these. I can I can start with one. Uh, yeah, we got some five star reviews. Five right? star reviews. We're going to read the five stars. Yeah. That's all we. That's all we. Not read. that we're guilt tripping you at all, but five star reviews. Uh, this one's from. By uh, door two one three, and the title is ooh. ooh, ooh. 
This very scary. Very scary. They say this podcast is totally haunted, you guys. And by haunted, I mean that Paul, Chad, and Dom are trapped in your device until they've destroyed any and all credibility R.L. Stein and his ghostwriters has left. This podcast is a must listen, especially if you want to laugh, reminisce about children's horror books, theory craft about the calling of mankind, and prepare for the coming of the slink. That reads like a greatest hits. Thank you, Dor. Yeah, thank you. That's a great. That's a great one for episode fifty. That was great. I've got one here by Gift Goof Up, and he says, or she says, or they say, (laughs) spooky times are to be had with these goose lads. You want to piss yourself from fear and laughter at the same time? Then take a chance with these buds of geese. Feel like you are a part of the weirdest book club you will ever know, as these three friends, with occasional guests here and there, read, watch, and maybe even enjoy some spooktacular childhood classics by the one and only R.L. Mother Spookenstein, and they also do adventure books, so that's fun. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. But listener, beware, you're in for a scare. Dun, 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 Goosebumps theme. 10 out of 10 with Spooky Game. That's nice. Very nice. I have one here from Wiggly Tough Turf. They title their review, The Goosiest Buddiest of All Podcasts. R.L. Stone. R.L. Stone captivated a generation of children with his horror books. And now Goosebuzz is captivating a generation of adults. I was listening to the podcast just this morning over breakfast when suddenly a giant spider burst into the dining room. It was at least 12 foot tall and spitting acid all over me. At that point, I realized I was going to be spider food. Actually, it turns out it was just my kid brother wearing a mask. Thanks for all the laughs. Perfect. That's it. That's That's every every Goosebump book we've read. Guys, thank you so much for uh, leaving those kind reviews. Your your love means everything to yes. us. Um, thank you for the reviews. We they they do help a lot. Uh, you can do other things if you want to be involved in the show. You can go on our subreddit at reddit.com slash r slash goosebuds. You can follow us on Twitter at goosebudspod. And hey, if you want to support the show and get access to bonus episodes like a hot hot camp goosebuds, we're about to drop on you guys for September. Uh, you can go to patreon.com slash goosebuds and get access to our awesome Discord full of amazing people. I love them. They're such good If you like, if you like our very honest conversations about the grim world we exist in, you're gonna love Camp Goosebuds, okay? Yes. If you love making new friends and sharing funny images on Discord, you're gonna love our Discord chat. You get to be there and see us as we record, posting the (laughs) out-of-context pictures of what we're talking about. You, too, can be there to see that. You, too, could be there to see that, the entire band, if they subscribe on Patreon.com. I wish that son of a bitch would would subscribe. What's his name? Sting? Sting. Uh, Bono, The Edge, uh, Larry, Larry, Larry Mullen, The Drummer. Larry Mullen's the bassist. I, I am surprised you knew beyond... I'm surprised you knew Beyond the Edge. Uh, just the fact that you knew Beyond anyone Beyond Bono and the Edge really blew yeah, me away. Yeah, that's right. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a diehard, U, a, a true blue U2 fan. That's what we call ourselves. A true two. Guys, should we get out of here? Yeah, let's get out of here. Yeah, let's get going. Uh, happy Happy Halloween. And we'll probably see you guys very shortly. We'll be back. We'll be back. Before Halloween. Well, I mean, we'll see. I mean, depends on how this I don't know. podcast Wait, ends. hold on. Uh, uh, Dom, Paul, I don't, I don't feel so good. Oh, 
No. God. Chad, he's disappearing. Uh, he's turning into small triangles. I don't want to oh, die. Uh, I don't want to die. Oh, he's turning into bits and pieces of monster blood. Oh. Someone come and get my porn hard drive and get rid of it before I die. I mean, after I die, but my family finds it. I'm keeping that thing. I'm totally keeping that thing. It's treasure trove. There's so many breasts in the, on that thing. And we'd like to give a special thank you to all of our Patreon supporters who help us make this show possible. Thank you to Aaron watching you sleep, Dom Cole. Oh, gosh. Aaron T. Strunk. <laughs> Afshin Matalib. Aiden Dace. Alistair Perez. Alan Saylor. Amelia Crouch. Andre Villanueva. Oh, very nice. Andrew Sheriff. Axel Rock. Bean Daddy Spook Boy. Back again. <laughs> Becca McWilliams. Bex Moss. Ben Desrath Be- Bueller. 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 Yeah, Bueller. Uh, that's me. Big Papa Piss Boy. <laughs> wow, best one. Cool. Uh, Bradford Coulter. <laughs> Brandon Rowdenbush. Brian Fernetton. Brian Wells. Buddy Morrill. Cal Clinton. Calf. That's like Alf with a uh-huh. See Alf. <laughs> anyway. Cameron Hansen. Cameron McLean. Cameron Murphy Audio. Not a Cameron. Yeah. Cordbard Cordbard Walk. Fucking A. Cardboard Walk. <laughs> <laughs> Carewise Gamgee. I like that. Carly Samowski. Chosen one. Chris Bricky. <laughs> Chris Birch. Chris Culver. Christina Doling. Christopher Boyce. Clay Castle. Clayton C. Cody Redfield. Connor Church. Cougar Qualcomm Kippelman. Silo. Dan Hanshaw. Daniel Kalejas. Danielle Larkin. Danky McStanky. Dapio. David Coe. David Cron. Divaldi. Drew Applegate. Dylan Vaughn. Ethan Obama. Obama. <laughs> First name, last name. Fred Atkins. Gabe Chavez. Get slinked, bitch. Oh, yeah. Welcome to slink time, bitch. <laughs> Goblin Library. <laughs> Gregory D. Warren. Heath Robinson. Hector Alberto Rivera Ortiz. Heidi Shanks. Hit me up on Juggalove at Smegna. Is that a Juggalo dating app? Please tell me it is. I hope so. Hollis Hornbeak. (laughs) Ishak Arafin. Jake Young. James Roy. Jared Mason. Jason Crooker. Jennifer Britton. Jim Greaves. Jin K. Joe. Joe, don't forget to vote. It's important. Scott. Mm Mm-hmm. Joey Evans. Johnny Jimco. John Keaty. John Luke. Jonas Blatterman. Jonas Ingman. Joshua Jacobwitz. Joshua Lopez. Joshua P. Robertson. Jubs. Just a pretty good dog overall. 
Justin Wagman, the evolved form of a dog. <laughs> Kyla Tharp. Yeah, that's if like a dog got hit by lightning and became a human. It was like, what's my name? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I would be Aaron Bonefinder. <laughs> Keenan Ketzner. King Bank. Levi like the jeans. Leviathan. Oh, what? Logan Troiano. Luke Noodles. Maddie. Martin A. Macias. Matt Bachelor. Matt Flanagan. Matt Sadler. Matthew Literal. Matthew Rieger. Meowloween, the curse of Michael Meowmers. Michael Knight, Michael McDowell, Mickey C, Michael Hart's Corn, <laughs> he fucking does, Miguel Pardo, Mike Lanteri, Mikey Jello, Nasty Travis, <laughs> Nathan Dolzal, Natu Pearl Henderson, Nick Hinkle, Nick V, Patrick Reynolds, Paul Grasso, Psycho Master One. Quentin Pongratz. Randy Hernandez. Reed Steubendick. Reinfected. <laughs> We're just becoming Rich the mask. Hillborn. <laughs> Robert Moon. Rug. S! <laughs> Sam Z. Hash. Scott Calipe. Shifty Swaps. Slum Lord Onion. Stealth Beats. Stephen Jive Turkey Kuabara. Stephen Ghost Kisser Daniels teaming up together. <laughs> Swaggy Yolo Squire. Taylor Dirks. The Rupal Productions. The Dragon Lama. Third Sergio. Toothless Barry the Whistler Bostowitz. Tim I. Healy. Tom! Tommy Breakfast Boy Hoey. Trendy Moron. Trent Davis. Turtle Mancer. <laughs> Tyler Penner. Open Champ. Victor. Vincent Mordica. Modica. Wade Norcross. Walter Frazier. Willa. Your best pal. Oh, jeez. Yada da dee da 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 da. Wait, sing like LaBouche. What is that song? <laughs> Yada da dee da 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 da. Okay, let's try again. Right. We already did it. Dom, wait. I'll just do the rest of them while you guys do that. Ready? Y.T. Chan. Zam Bambino. Zang Keef. Zentacles. I did the Z's, so I'd have to be last. Have a good night, Goosebuds. Oh shit, somebody fucked them up and they did Sleepy Boy 6 9 I don't know how many does. That's great. The da da dee da da's are due. Guys, we love you very much. Thank you. I put in a quote for the yada dee das and I want them on my front stoop. Okay. Okay. Beautiful. 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 I love you guys all. Thank you all so very, very much. Thank you.